You're listening to TED Talks Daily. I'm Elise Hugh. So often we associate grief with the death of a loved one or the end of a relationship. But family therapist Nina Westbrook says we too often overlook a kind of grief that can have profound impacts. The grief over the death of a dream. In her conversation with TED curator Chloe Shasha Brooks, Westbrook helps us understand and manage the feelings that come about when we're propelled into grief. This is from our new TED series, How to Deal with Difficult Feelings. Hey, I'm Dr. Jen Gunter, host of a podcast from TED called Body Stuff. I'm a doctor, and on this show, I debunk medical myths by exploring how the body works and some of the surprising cultural backstories behind the medicine. Next up, we'll explain exactly what happens in our bodies when we go through menopause. You lose some, you gain more. Listen to Body Stuff with Dr. Jen Gunter on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nina, you have talked about how grief can be about the loss of people and tangible things, but that it can also be about the loss of dreams, something that many people have experienced over the past year. Can you give me some examples of grieving for lost dreams and talk about what it means to experience this kind of grief? Absolutely. I believe that grief can take so many different forms. And I think oftentimes when we think about grief, we associate it with the emotional process that takes place when we're coping with the death of a loved one. It's just not as common to associate grief or correlate grief with the loss of a dream. So when you think about dreams and when they begin and how deeply they're rooted into our daily lives and our routines and how much our dreams determine our decision-making process and the choices that we make throughout the course of our lives, they hold a pretty significant amount of space in our minds and in our hearts. Imagine a child who, you know, from a young age, we begin to dream and they begin to dream about becoming an astronaut one day and walking on the moon or becoming a professional athlete. Um, And then as we grow older, we begin to focus in on what our needs are and what our wants are. And our dreams begin to look more like um, acquiring our our dream careers or job positions or opening businesses, um, having children or finding love. And the reality is that these dreams do not always work out and manifest themselves in a way that we have imagined, right? And that can be so devastating for so many people. The loss of careers and jobs or our divorces, the loss of relationships, the loss of um, our infertility can all be extremely devastating things. Those types of devastating events propel you into the emotional process that takes place, place during grief. Let's bring a question up from the audience. Uh, what are comforting things to do or say when someone is grieving? So I guess someone else in this case. That's a really um, amazing question. A lot of the time, simply being present and offering support and encouragement is is really going to be important when you're trying to support someone else through their grief. I think mm-hmm. communication is also important. 
asking that person, what can I do or what do you need from me in this moment and how can I best support you is kind of going to be the best way to figure out how to support this person. Sometimes they just want someone to listen to. Some, sometimes they need someone to make them laugh or to help, you know, keep them distracted for a moment. Sometimes they just need someone to be around them. It just really depends on the person since grief is so yeah. subjective in the way that we go through it. Totally. And let's let's go right into some strategies too. So I'm sure you have strategies for managing the grief of lost dreams. You know, how do people pick themselves back up after that? You want to give yourself permission to grieve first off. And it's not a linear journey. There's going to be lots of ups and downs that take place. Some days you're going to be okay, and some days you might cry, and sometimes you might go a month without crying, and then one day everything comes crashing down all at once. It's, it's just a matter of giving yourself permission to go through these feelings and knowing and reassuring yourself that this is okay and it's normal, and also keeping in mind that it's okay to feel joy even in those moments of sadness that you're going to experience when you're grieving. The other thing that I think is really important is just to be proactive in the grieving process. Don't ignore your grief. You can seek support. Um, you can't be afraid to ask for support or lean on others, people that you trust, friends, family members, coworkers, whomever it may be, um, for support. And then making a plan, making a new plan. Mourning happens over time, what it's doing, what we're doing and all the emotions that we're going through um, during that mourning process is we're literally detaching ourselves emotionally from the dream that we are mourning or from the object that we're mourning. And, and what that's doing is opening yourself up and making space for new dreams and new experiences and new opportunities in the future. So goal setting and planning is, is going to be key. A lot of the time we really focus on plan A. So this is a great time to pivot and focus on planning um, for a new future and a new outcome. Absolutely. And just one final quick question for you, which is that Sometimes people get mad at themselves for not getting over their grief. What would you say to those people? It's really important to keep healing at the forefront of your mind. And I think that understanding the grief process and going through the ups and downs and knowing that that's all a part of it, you have to be patient yeah. with yourself. You have to give yourself grace and understand that you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days. But when it all comes down to it, if you're keeping the idea of healing in the forefront, then you can focus your energy and your time into that process and going through it in a way that is productive to your emotional well-being in the future. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for this conversation, Nina. We have come to the end, but really grateful to you for joining us. Take care. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. TED Talks Daily is hosted by me, Elise Hugh, and produced by TED. Theme music is from Allison Layton Brown, and our mixer is Christopher Fazy Bogan. We record the talks at TED events we host or from TEDx events, which are organized independently by volunteers all over the world. And we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or email us at podcasts at TED.com.